Hi everyone, this is Norman with your daily podcast. We've changed the name and we are now the podcast We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. In this case, we are now in episode 16, season 1, We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring second language learner. Episode 16, Applying the Law of Cause and Effect. You know, when we embark on a project, regardless of the size and scope, we often find ourselves casting about, trying to figure out how to get it done. And one of the things that I find very important is the the notion of power, having power. And the only real way that you can have and maintain power uh, with regards to your goals is by is through action. An understanding of the law of cause and effect means that every effect has a cause. Let's keep it really simple. Everything we see around us has a cause. Now, while we may not be able to change present effects or present circumstances, one thing we can always do is we can always decide on, choose, and act on causes. Something that we know or believe will start to move us towards our goal. We can do that every day. That's where our power lies. Our power lies in thinking first and then deciding on particular things to do. It's not rocket surgery. It's really very, very basic, very pragmatic things that we need to think about. What do I need to do right now or what can I do right now to move towards my goal? Even if it's something small. But every day is the day when we can do something to create, to work on, to push causes, our causes, the things we do to create an effect. And so I guess you have to ask yourself, what are the, what's the effect that I wish to engender, that I wish to create? In this case, if we're talking about second language learners, then we're talking about being able to communicate more effectively in the target language, which is one of probably one of the more prevalent goals. The other could be getting a particular grade on a standardized test. That's another goal. There are a lot of different goals. And I, I think that once we have our goals and objectives, we know what we want in terms of our language training. Then what we can do is start to think, okay, now what do I need to do in order to get this done? What are our causes? And our causes are qualitative and quantitative in nature. The content of what I'm going to do and how much time do I need to dedicate to, to doing it? So, you know, I think that if we're focusing on causes and if we're present on certain things that we want to be able to do, that we are going to do for in order to reach our goal, then we want to be present. We want to make sure that those daily activities, and I say daily, I'm not going to, to mince words. I think it's important to be active working towards your goals on a daily basis in one form or another if you're if you're really serious about 
getting through to speaking clearly and effectively in the target language, communicating effectively, and then getting on to the next thing. So you don't spend the next 10, 15 years studying the language. Okay. So if I want to be able to do or communicate something particular in the target language, what am I going to need to know? What do I need to know in order to do certain things that I want to do? Case in point, if, I, if I'm working uh, at a company and we have a lot of meetings and at these meetings I often have to uh, state my opinion and I have to disagree politely and I have to try and persuade, those are three things I need to do. Now, the question is, what are the, what are the language tools I'm going to need in order to do that? So we start to assemble our materials. We start to assemble what it is that we're going to need to know so we can start working on it. Another thing is how often and for how long am I going to need to practice? And I really mean, when I say practice, I mean practice. I don't mean doing exercises in a grammar book. I don't mean just chatting for chatting on some online course that is general in nature and doesn't really address or prepare you to do what you know you need to do. I mean practice. Practicing what it is you need to communicate. And maybe in the end you say, well, yeah, I, I just, it's more general what I want to be able to do. However, I have five key things that I find to be most important for me. Focus on those. Practice those. Assemble your qualitative and quantitative content in order to be able to practice those. If you're not practicing, then your progress is going to come very, very slowly, if at all. Now, talking about practice, then comes the next question. How am I going to practice? With whom? What if you have nobody to practice with? Does that mean that then you're not going to try and engender the causes to create the effect that you want? Of course not. What you can do is make a decision. I'm going to work these, <clears throat> these patterns. I'm going to work these contexts on my own. With myself, I'm going to think in the target language. Another thing is, how am I going to evaluate my progress? What's my, what's my, my little sheet that tells me, well, I've done this, this, and this, and I can do this and this. How am I judging my progress? It doesn't mean a grade necessarily. It could be uh, a response uh, from the people that you are in communication with. It could be obtaining a particular result in a particular context. How are you evaluating the result of all these causes, quote unquote, that you're putting in place? How are you going to judge? I mean, if you go to the gym, um, some people who are into bodybuilding, they, they measure the size of the, of the arms, the biceps, the legs, the, 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 they, they check or whatever, they gauge the amount of all the, the cuts, meaning how, how cut they are, how tight they, their, their muscle tone is. Okay, if you're a runner, um, how, uh, how much time does it take to cover a particular distance? We can always find a way to evaluate the effectiveness of what we're doing. Some are, I agree, some are more obvious than others. Maybe the gym analogy is, is, is a really simple one and easy to, to quantify, where maybe 
uh, making progress in a particular language is not. I understand that. That doesn't mean you, you shouldn't do it. What you have to do is get creative. How badly do you want it? How important is it for you to communicate in that target language, in those contexts, in those situations that you need to communicate in? It's really that simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. You see, when we focus on causes, it also gives you something concrete to hang on to when you're going to go through those normal, occasional bad days. We talked about the law of, uh, the law of rhythm before, and there are going to be days when you just don't feel so good. You know, you're just, it's just not working. Anybody who works out or goes to the gym regularly can, can attest to the fact that there are days when you simply do not want to go or you're not at your best. So what? You go anyway, get it done. It gives you something. These causes, these activities, these targeted activities give you something to hang on to during those bad days. Oh, this is a really bad day. Yep, I still got my mental practice to do. I've still got my phone call with my mentor to 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 do to finish. So, you know, off we go. Sometimes when we're really down in the dumps, it's a matter of right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, focus on that and keep moving forward. As basic as that. Get your mind off the problem. When you stop looking at the problem, when you stop looking at the challenge, and you start looking at the solutions, or just a pragmatic step, you, you're, you're already changing your state, and you're moving into a more, um, what's the word I want to use? We're moving into a more resourceful state, where you're more useful for yourself. You're better for yourself. You can guide that process of working on causes do it. You can't control all the variables around you. Remember that. You know, it's never the right time to study. It's never the right time to start practicing. But you can control your causes. You can choose. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to work on these causes, on these activities, on this practice, on this study. And the other things around me, well, they're going to happen, and I'm going to continue following and executing and accomplishing these concrete steps that I've already decided on, these causes. It's just so much more empowering when we think that way, and it's my sincere hope that you guys do that, that you focus on causes, small ones, small steps, get it done. The key thing here, consistency. Do it regularly work on it every day. Don't, don't, don't let up. And, you know, there's a, an interesting uh, a, a podcast I was listening to, and they talk about, you know, people w worry they're going to overtrain when it comes to physical fitness. And, and, and the answer to that for most of us is, you know, first you got to train regularly. You don't worry about overtraining if you're not even training regularly. Don't worry about over-preparation if you're not even preparing correctly. Practice, practice, practice. If it ever happens that you're over-practicing, you'll figure it out. You'll find out. Let's see. If you want to know what that feels like, start practicing every day regularly, and maybe you'll get to that point. Guys, I wish you all the best as you continue to pursue your goals, to pursue the 
the achievement of, of being able to communicate effectively in the target language of your choice. I wish you a great day and wherever you are around the world, whatever your time zone happens to be. And I look forward to speaking you uh, to speaking with all of you again tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day.